music. Bashiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. Hi, it's Shiana. Welcome to Who You Call Holistic. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, last time, last time we spoke, or last time I spoke and you guys listened, um, I actually mentioned, you know, what I was actively working on manifesting recently is how I I want to get paid to to create. I want to get paid for my creations. I want to get paid to be on video. I want to get paid to be on air on the podcast. Like I want to get paid for my creations. And um, apparently, I just need to keep saying whatever the fuck that I want on this podcast, on this microphone, because it should be happening. So (laughs) since I was last on here, actually, um, I had, I want to say it's called like an invitation because not everybody gets access to them. But um, when I woke up earlier, I had an invitation to make money off of my Instagram reels. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So a, a piece of me is like, okay, yeah, but it's not much money at all. Um, and then uh, some people have said it like it's bogus because you have to have like a certain amount of posts or a certain amount of views or whatever. But the way I see it, like it's still, it's still progress. Like something has shifted. Uh, my work is being viewed. People are looking at what I'm posting. So it's a win. That's a win for me. Um, and then also I, I also had a, a meetup earlier at Curiosity Coffee Bar. Uh, shout out to Curiosity Coffee Bar. Um, I know a lot of people wanted to make that meetup that couldn't, <clears throat> so I will have them again, um, but it was nice just to have everybody in the same space to be able to talk about what they do and who they are. Uh, I think especially women, which I will encourage men to come to these events as well, but I think especially women, it's good to have these moments of practice to like pop your shit and say what you do and and who you are and like how you serve the community because it's important. Like we this building community is definitely important, especially, I wanted to say, especially the way 2020 was, but especially the way the world is right now, like we need each other. We definitely need community and we definitely need healers working together because, you know, I've said it a million times, there's more than enough space for everybody. So like, I'm not going to intrude on your work. Um, and I think, you know, just like the way we collaborate, I'm just going to be more supportive and I'm going to get you more support. So if you aren't able to make the healers meetups in Columbia, South Carolina, and maybe maybe you're a healer wherever you live, uh, you know, let me encourage you to put these things together as well. Like we we need to be working together. We need to be expanding together because the more we work together, the more we can achieve. Because look at the fuckery outside. Like I don't, I don't even have to like explain anymore. You already know. So if you can start putting things together, do it. Anyway, what I did want to discuss today um, was after I, I had that meetup, I was just thinking of, you know, like all of the different people that I interact with in this world of work that I'm in and some of the questions that I get. And I know I had some questions the other day from like a homeboy that I was, I remember thinking, I was just like, wow, like all these stereotypes of, of like spiritual people. And like, is this what everybody thinks of us? Or like, is like, what is, what is your worldview on spiritualists or like, spiritual people, because I think 
TV, you know, TV stereotypes have done some things, obviously. And I think even outside of TV, you know, you can go on Google and look up a stock photo or something and you can type in Reiki. And I know I've even mentioned this before. You usually get like some granola white lady or, um, you know, you can type in energy healing or something and it's somebody like with their arms flailing in the air, like looking crazy. So like I get that some of this is still being kind of shifted, you know, like we need more black people doing Reiki and we need more pictures of black people doing Reiki so that that can take over the internet stock photos as well at some point. But in the meantime, like we got to crush some of these stereotypes because they're ridiculous. Um, so I just wanted to to go over some of the, some of the ridiculous ones that I've heard over the few years I've been working in this, in this world now. So one of them is uh, like spiritual people are docile or quiet or passive. Like, no, <laughs> A lot of the spiritualists I know and like the world that I work in, the ones that I'm like fangirling and like, yeah, bitch, yeah, um, they're the rebels. They are the ones here to like shake shit up. They're the ones that are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you don't have to live that way and you don't have to do things the way you were doing them. So that's the team that I'm going for. So I don't know. I think just like people's idea of, of spiritual beings may even still be kind of tied with like religion. And you think of a nun being spiritual or something. So you're like, well you know, spiritual people can't curse and they can't, they can't live their lives a certain way. Like, no, we're, we're definitely still humans. I mean, you know, I like to consider myself a superhuman. However, we are still human. Um, and another one, <laughs> crystals are, are, are a requirement. No, like I don't always have, and I'm saying always, cause like sometimes, sometimes I need to have a crystal in my bra, but I don't like actively walk around with crystals in my pants or like in my bra at all times. Like Sometimes I might like I know currently I got like a couple in my purse, but like they're not a requirement to be in this work. You know, like you can have a crystal if you're called to get a crystal. It's not a requirement to do this work. Um, And actually, citrine was my first crystal ever. I don't even remember how I got that crystal, if it was a gift, if I if it was something that I, I purchased myself. But that one's for prosperity. So, um, you know, if you are starting out on the crystal journey, that's a good one to go go with. But, like, over the years, I haven't been like, oh, my God, I need to go to the crystal shop and, like, spend all my – no, that's not me. It is some people. It's not me. Um, so the crystals I've bought more recently are have been gifted to me or have been the ones that um, maybe I've had some sort of energy work done or something because I know that's happened in the past where I had energy work done. And then after the session, um, the practitioner was like, oh – your guide said you need a, a pink kunzite. And I was like, what? What is that? She was like, I don't even know. I don't even know what the crystal looks like It's or where it's from, where you can get one. It's pink. It kind of looks glassy. And I was like, okay. And, like, I went and found a pink kunzite. Um, but other than that, like, that's not something I was actively looking for. I didn't even know what that was. And so crystals are not a requirement. But, like, if, if that's what you want to do, then that's what you, you can do. Um, another one, and this one drives me nuts. You don't have to have like a, you don't have to have like a specific um, kind of vocabulary to be considered a spiritualist. Like, I know for me, this is I might step on some toes saying this. However, like, I'm not going grand rising. I'm not. It's not my thing. I tried it probably twice, and I was like, eh, that doesn't work for me. Uh, grand rising isn't my jam. Um, I don't even use the N word to be honest. You know, like. You hear, you hear how I sound, like you hear what I say. I can't use the N-word really. Like I don't think it's going to come out right and I'm half white. So I feel like I'm stepping on toes already if I use it. Um, there is an exception. I do use the N-word if I'm singing along to Down Bottom by the Rough Riders. Um, however, 
It's usually in my car or, you know, in my own home. Um, But still, and in saying that, (laughs) while I'm already on that topic, um, I was asked, like, uh, by the same homeboy if there was, like, certain things that I can't watch anymore or something like that or listen to and stuff. And we were, I was like, yeah, there's certain albums that, like, I would love to listen to before. And now I can't listen to him at all. And he was like, well, do you have an example? And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. Jewel Santana. Like I revisited that album recently and I was like, I used to play this over and over. Like I already remember. And then the minute I listened to it, I was like, oh shit, I can't play this anymore. So when he was like asking for an an example, I was like, "Um, yeah, Jewel Santana. I can't sing along to murder, 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 murder. Like I can't do that anymore. Like I can't, I can't do it. So some of the music I've listened to has shifted but I'm still not going to Grand Rising. I'm not. It's just not going to be my thing. Um, if you have noticed, I say hi with lots of eyes. Um, I'm not like going to make that like a let me let me make it high so that you're high vibrational when you interact. With, no, like that's it's it's just high. I'm not going to say I don't have to say good morning because I know that that's why the Grand Rising thing is a thing because people are like, oh, if you say good morning, then you know you're actually you're morning something. No, like I'm not. I'm just going to say hi. I'm going to just say hi. Or, like, I might say happy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like, happy day. But I'm grain rising. It's, it's not my jam. I, I tried it. Sorry. It's, it's not. So, like, if you've tried grain rising and it's not going to work for you either, like, don't push it. You don't have to force it. If it's not your jam, it's not your jam. Um, so there are words that I eliminate. Um, so, like I said, I don't, tip it, I don't have to say good morning because I say hi. But... As you know, that there's other words that I include as well. Like, and I had this aha moment today, actually, with the group that I met with. Um, I was trying to figure out something else to say instead of little, because, you know, we downplay a lot of the things that we do. And we talk about having little events or having this little, you know, speech coming up or something when it's really a big deal. And uh, so we've now replaced that word with intimate, which I appreciate. So in case you need to borrow that one, you go right ahead. Um, but you really just have to find what works for you. You have to find what works for you. So like maybe grand rising is your jam. Maybe you do want to call something little instead of intimate, but like, again, if it feels like it's out of reach when you use it, then do your best not to use it. Another assumption is, uh, we think we're better. We think we're better than everybody, which is, you know, like, before I was on the spiritual journey, like I already, I already thought I was better than some people, but you know, like since the spiritual journey, however, um, I realized like the people that I low key think I'm better than, um, they're just like reflections of, of the parts that I haven't healed yet. Right. Like we're all mirrors of each other. So if I'm like, I'm so much better than that person, it's like, yeah, but like what, what in that person is triggering you to make you feel that way? So I know for a fact I'm not better than anybody. Like I, I know this. Um, but for people to assume that that's what spiritual people believe, like, you know, I know that there is that video out right now with uh, <laughs> it started with Stormy, the uh, the group coach talking about people having low, low vibrational foods. And now there's a video of Carisha talking about it. And she's talking about having like, you know, that plate is low vibrational. And that's that's something a hood rat would eat or whatever. Like I. If you know, like, I don't, I don't even use words like that. I don't use words like, I might use vibrational when I'm talking about healing frequencies. <laughs> but, like, I don't I don't point to anybody and say, oh, that's a low vibrational person or that's a low vibrational meal. Like, that's not my jam. And you got to, again, you got to figure out what words are going to work for you, which ones mesh with, you know, your your message. 
Um, but I'm not going to call anybody low vibrational. I might call somebody a piece of shit, honestly, but I'm not going to call anybody low vibrational. Um, another thing that I got asked recently uh, is if I'm vegan or plant-based. And I was like, no, like, no, I, I very much like, very much like meat. Um, but like, I, I think I'm one of those people that thinks that everybody has to figure out what works for their body. You know, and I know that there's blood tests available. Some people have done like the blood test diet um, based on whatever your blood type is, you know, can determine what's best for for your body. But I also very much believe like, you know, what tears up your stomach and what energizes you like, you know that. And if you don't, then maybe slow down and start figuring it out (laughs) so that you can make adjustments. Um, But like you don't have to be vegan. You don't have to be plant based to be in this world like I'm kudos to them. That's not the life that I want to live. Uh, Can I increase my plant-based meals? Yes, absolutely. Um, Is it my go-to? Absolutely not. But again, kudos to those ones. (laughs) Another assumption I get a lot, and um, some of y'all are guilty of this in my inbox, actually, is uh, that we got all the answers. I don't have all the answers. I don't. Like Sometimes I ask questions that I'm still still requesting the answers to. So um, I definitely don't have all the answers uh, for, for you guys sometimes, like I wish I did, you know, and I wish I could get paid to have all the answers at times. However, I don't have them. Um, and I know like this started even as a massage therapist, like a client would come in and, and complain about whatever was going on, their shoulder hurt or something. And then they'd say, you know, well, why does it hurt? I, was like, I, I don't know. What have you been doing? Like, you should know why it hurts. I, I don't necessarily know why it hurts. Like, you know, maybe it's overuse, maybe it's underuse, maybe you slept wrong, maybe you Maybe you turned your head too fast. I don't know. Like, you should know why it hurts. I don't have those answers. And then since switching to, like, massage therapist to teacher, you know, now it's gone from, like, why does this hurt to what does this mean? (laughs) And, like, I don't always know. I don't always know what it means. You know, sometimes I have dreams and I'm like, what the fuck? Can somebody else tell me what just happened? Because I, I can't make sense of it. So, you know, I can say my strengths, you know, if, Moving forward, now that y'all know, I don't have all the answers because y'all thought I did. Um, my strengths are very much anatomy. That's what I went to school for. Massage therapy did for 11, 11 years. And I'm saying did, like like that stopped. I've been practicing massage therapy for 11 years and energy. Like I went to, I studied Reiki in 2017, Was started teaching it in 2020. Um, but before that, especially if you're, I had this combo earlier, if you're the youngest child, apparently you can feel everything. Um, But y'all know I got that cancer rising. So I was already in tune with other people's energies and how they affected me and those around me. So, you know, my strengths are are anatomy and energy. Um, But some of y'all be asking questions that have nothing to do with either one of those. (laughs) And I definitely don't have the answers. And I'm like, well, do you have the answers, though? Or like, what do you think it means? Because that's that's the point. Like, you can ask me. I'm just a lot of times just a second opinion of what you already assume or what you've translated it to mean. Um, So those are my strengths. And like, y'all know, I I dibble dabble in human design and astrology and signs. Um, You know, I have my, my spirit animal book that I very much reference often. And people have messaged me before to say, you know, like I just had a wild interaction with some animal, like, please tell me what, what they were trying to tell me. So I've definitely done that, but that's, that's my dibble dabble. And then there's things that I still consider sacred that I'm not necessarily going to, you know, show the behind the scenes of things that I'm doing. Like um, 
and this is new for me, like candle work. I wasn't into candle work before I just preferred somebody else to do it. Like this isn't my strength. So, you know, do this for me and I'd rather pay you for it than do it myself. But again, like we have all these answers already. So it wasn't until I was like, oh, now I'm more comfortable with that. So I can do candle work. And then another thing I consider sacred, obviously, are my Reiki classes. Um, you know, you, you might see me post. People have been in the class or like my new Reiki students that have, have come through. But you're not going to see behind the scenes. <laughs> Those things are still sacred to me. So I know I, I do my best to answer everybody's questions about Reiki and stuff. But there are still some sacred aspects to it. And it's one of those things as well that like until you experience it, like it's, I can say all kinds of things about it, but until you experience it yourself, you're just not going to know what to think of it. Like I can say, yes, it's energy healing. And yes, it's, um, it heals you on an emotional, energetic, physical, spiritual level. But until you actually have the experience for yourself, then it doesn't matter. And um, I actually had a virtual Reiki um, session this past weekend for the full moon. And I had a, a new client in that. Um, I had a few clients in that one. I had one at the park as well. So if you couldn't make it in person, you can make it virtual. And I'll, I'll read you her review. She was very excited about it. Uh, she said it was amazing. I, it was like I wasn't even there, an out-of-body experience. I can go on and on, and I haven't had a chance to talk about it to anyone. So I'm just in awe. 10 out of 10, I will recommend. And, you know, this... Also, she's a listener. So shout out to you. Thank you for, for joining me that day. Um, but And then I had somebody else that said um, she had to stay up late finishing work and chores, but the Reiki helped her through the day, and she was more sharp than she usually is on little sleep, and she made progress with her work and the presentations she had, and she said, so her third eye definitely benefited. So if you have not yet checked out one of those virtual sessions that I do, uh, they are going to be around the new and full moon, so just look out for those. But if you're not already signed up for, for my email list, go ahead and sign up. I'll have it in the show notes. Um, if you have already signed up for the uh, free Cosmic Reiki meditation, then you already know, like, you're already getting some of my emails. But for the times that I'm not posting on Instagram, like, those are, I did, I did take note of, like, that message I got when I had my healers meet up. <clears throat> Is that, you know, like, email and YouTube are never going away. <laughs> well, they might eventually. But, like, right now, they're not going away. So those are good platforms to, you know, put your message out on. So I am going to be posting more email things lately or not lately, but in the future. So if you have not yet signed up for my email list, it's in the show notes and go ahead and do it now before you forget. And also, you know, if we're if we're assigning tasks at the moment, go ahead and take a moment uh, to to rate and review my show. Shout out to you for that. Thank you. Um because it's nice to see your reviews and know that like y'all are listening and know that I'm actually making a difference in some people's lives. I appreciate it. Um, moving on. One of the other assumptions I get asked about and even like text messages sometimes, like I got one today, uh, is that we're always positive. No, no. <laughs> like, and there's even, you know, there's that, that new, that new uh, catchy word, uh, toxic, pos toxic positivity. And uh, so, like, I got a teeter on on being positive and being in that toxic positive. I can't even say the words toxic positivity, um, because like the way I move and I've I've learned this about myself with like my chi men astrology, which I still have to have her on here one day um, and even human design as like a role model 
Like I definitely know. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, like my words are very powerful. So when somebody says, how are you? I, I do my best to say I'm fine or, or better than that. Um, at my worst, I'll say I'm okay. Like at my worst. And even then, like I might be gritting it through my teeth, but like I, I fully understand that like if I'm not fine in that moment, if I'm not okay in that very moment, I will be. Like it is temporary. But like I, I can't always turn that on, you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna everything's fine it often. Um and nine times out of ten, I'll say I'm okay. Cause again, I know it's temporary. But that that one time out of the ten, I'm I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to have a day. I'm gonna need to have a day or two. Um I might need to cry it out. I might need to cuss some people out to myself. I haven't had to cuss anybody out in a long time. Hmm, growth. But um, I might have to do things for myself and to, to fill, like, my cup back up. Because, uh, again, I know it's just temporary. But other than that, like, I'm, I'm usually optimistic, yes. Uh, but I'm also the one that's going to, you know, yell that somebody's trash if I see that they're being trash. Or, you know, like, I might see somebody driving terribly and, and – cuss them out in my car like definitely call some names I I do that I do it sometimes so I can't always be positive um but like I mentioned earlier there's certain music that I can't listen to anymore because of what what it does like the way I react to it and also even you know everybody right now is is checking out this Dahmer docuseries I can't do it unpopular opinion I cannot do it um I tried and I actually turned on the first episode and I was like, okay, so everybody's saying like it's not too crazy because they're not like, they're not showing too much. But the minute I turned it on, I, I watched, I don't know, like 20, 30 minutes of it. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I can't, I can't watch it. I don't know what it was. The energy of it felt, I don't know. I don't know. I can't, so I can't watch it. Um, and at some point, like I used to love First 48. I used to watch all the First 48 episodes, like you could not tell me not to watch First 48. If there was a marathon, I was watching all of them. I didn't even care if I had seen them already. I can't turn it on anymore. Like, these are just things that have shifted within, like, I have, I don't know, like, a visceral reaction now. Like, even if it's on the screen, I'm like, ugh, turn that off, turn that off. And it's not that I have dreams about these things or anything. It's just, like, I don't know. It's like I feel I feel what the, the people are experiencing on my end. So if they're already experiencing grief and anger and, you know, that, I don't I don't need that. I don't need any additional to what I've already processed <laughs> and worked through. Like, I don't need your shit. Um, so, yeah, unpopular opinion, but Dahmer, I can't do it. Sorry. Um, another assumption or, like, stereotype that I, I see a lot of is, you know, those that are in their def- divine feminine era uh, must be hypersexual, you know, like, oh, you know, you, you're the spiritual woman, you're in your def, divine feminine, you know, you must do tantric massage or you must do tantra sex and like, you know, that's your life. And like, yeah, yeah, it's people do that, but like, it's not a requirement again. Um, and like, I very much, and I've shared this before, I told y'all to stop having period sex because y'all are out here doing, doing blood magic <laughs> without knowing it. Um, so I'm fully aware that sex is not just like a casual act, um, but you don't have to be hypersexual to be, you know, in your divine feminine era. Like you can go without as well. Um, and there, there actually is like a, there's a page I follow. Um, 
called House of Manifestation that they had a post. Uh, it's been a few weeks, actually, but I saved it because I laughed out loud. Um, I know I referenced some different astrology things that you all can look into sometimes. Like I know I talked about my Chiron or I talked about Chiron recently, the wounded healer. Um, but the post said, <laughs> what part of my birth chart explains why my pussy is so good? And um, to answer, in case you want to do your own digging, is your Scorpio placement. So my Mars is in Scorpio, by the way. Um, Mars is is a Mars is a, a war sign, not a war sign, but like a, a planet of war. Um, but in saying that, like that applies to my application to my work and my sex. So those things are um, intense because of my Mars and Scorpio placement. So go ahead and dig that up if you would like to check out your your Scorpio placement. And everybody has a Scorpio placement. You just got to look at your whole chart, but go ahead and, and go down that rabbit hole because it's a good time. Um, but in like knowing that I have my Mars and Scorpio placement, you know, and I've I've mentioned this a million times, like I know I have a strong sacral center, so I need to create like I have to create things like that's that's how I unload that energy. Um, and that's what see, this is why I wanted to get paid to create things, because like if I'm already doing it, let me get paid to do it. <laughs> um, and next up. One of the things that this is this one gets me all the time is that we're always on, um, you know, like sometimes I'll be places or, you know, even in my inbox. But people ask me, like, what I do for a living. And, you know, I might say I'm an energy healer. And they're like, oh, what's my energy telling you? I'm like, I don't I don't know. Like, I got to be ignorant from time to time. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. Like, if I did not you know, make time to be ignorant from time to time and just like always lived life woke, I would be fucking miserable. <laughs> like <laughs> I would be fucking miserable. So like I need to have that time, uh, you know, and I know Charlemagne used to, I haven't heard him reference it this way in a while, but he always used to talk about, you know, having a good balance of ratchetness and righteousness. And like, I, I need that time to be ignorant. Um, So please make time to be ignorant a little bit. Uh, one of these other things, which is one of my favorites, um, one of these, uh, stereotypes or myths even to, to say no to for me personally, again, personal preference, um, are things like bras, uh, like spiritual people don't wear bras. They just, they just let them go free and like no shade to those who do, you know, but I, I still love a good bra. I still, especially when it's like when it's fresh and new and that they're like up at my chin, you know, like I love a good bra. Like I love a good push-up bra. It makes me feel like a superhero. Like I can achieve anything. Like I love a good bra. Again, no shade to those who don't. And like kudos to the ones who can, who can go without, well, like go without, let me not, let me not dig in too much. But anyway, like kudos to them. However, me personally, I love a good bra. I also like to shave my underarms. Yeah, no shade to those again, you know, but um, I get it. Pussy power, feminine power, kudos to y'all. However, I, I don't like hair under my arms. I don't like it on my legs. I, you know, like kudos to y'all for living that life. Um, I like to go without. <laughs> uh, another one, which uh, I, I know a few of you will appreciate because you know my life, but, um, and I've seen this post at some point that said something like, you know, She's not really spiritual. She's just high all the time and collects rocks. And again, you know, 
I am often high. However, I can be high and spiritual, you know, like that's fine. Uh, but I will say like, that's not for everybody, you know, and I know for me, shrooms and cannabis are a part of my mission in educating people with, with the benefits. And y'all know I enjoy both, but I know like that's part of my, what I'm here to do is kind of shift people's perspectives on, on what may have been seen as taboo with these things. But like, that's part of my mission, but it's not part of everybody else's journey. Um, I know I've had teachers and there's other people that work in this industry that, you know, again, we, we can't say that we're better than anybody, but there's people that probably look at me like, I wish you'd stop talking about shrooms or I wish you'd stop talking about weed. Uh, those are low vibrational, <laughs> but I know like, for instance, my teacher, she didn't, um, she didn't, uh, she didn't smoke weed. She didn't drink alcohol. Like those were, she didn't do any of that. And, um, she didn't, she didn't tell me not to, but she was also like, you know, just, that's not my thing. Uh, it's not part of her journey and that's fine, you know, and it's not going to be a part of everybody's journey. But again, that's part of my, my thing is to educate people on that. And I know that even started for me when my homeboys used to, you know, we'd all smoke and I was like, I can't get high. It's not getting me high. Right. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And I, I practiced and there were times that they would have some weed and I was like, oh, this one made me really giggly. And like that one, like I had the giggles all night. Um, I actually had like a lot more energy. And then like I would smoke the other one and I was like, I don't want that one. Don't bring that here again. Like, I don't know what you brought this time, but I don't want that one again. And that's when I was like, oh, sativa versus indica. But now I'm also learning it's not just that. There's also terpenes involved, which a little a little backstory, by the way. There was a couple years ago. Remember I told y'all, like, I feel like I can tell y'all my um, my not-so-legal things. Like, y'all are friends that I can tell the secrets to, but I don't necessarily want to post this on social media. Um, so this is one of those moments. But a few years ago, actually, um, there was a time that me and some friends were able to make, uh, like, vape juice. You know, like, when vaping was was first coming in and everybody was like, yeah, I got this new vape pen and you could buy, you could buy your vape juice or whatever. But like when I was looking into it, you know, a lot of those vape pens were harmful with what they had in them. I can't remember what particular chemical makeup it was, um, but it was in all the vape pens that they were like, no, this is harmful for your health. Stop vaping. And I was like, hey, hey, a friend with brains, how could we modify this recipe so that we could have vape juice that doesn't have that harmful stuff in it. And we were able to come up with uh, some sort of recipe that just included terpenes instead of the harmful stuff. So I, we actually we actually created some vape pen um, cartridges, like a healthy version of them. Gosh, I've done a lot in my life. Like this, <laughs> I've done a lot. Um, but then I also thought like that was us thinking – I don't even know what year that was, but that was definitely not us thinking in that year. But in saying that, I have also in the past, gosh, I'm glad I can tell y'all my not so legal things. Um, this was like years and years ago, but another time we had, um, it's called a magic butter machine and we made uh, infused crown. Like we put a shit ton of weed in this magic butter machine, which is basically like an immersion blender and it blends up to eight hours and uh, we added some crown to that and then, you know, let it blend for all of that time. And it, it was like 
weed-infused crown. And, like, all you needed was, like, a little teaspoon of it and, like, some regular crown. And you were you were drunk and high. Both at the same damn time. Again, see, I'd I be thinking, like, I know some of the things that I talk about and say. Some of y'all are like, Shiana, I don't know about that. But it's, it's because I'd be thinking ahead. I don't mean to. But, like, it's the way my brain is set up. And I was even thinking earlier how, you know, whenever I was massaging more and I had uh, cupping therapy and I started introducing people to cupping therapy and they were like, oh, what are those circles? I don't know about that. And what are the benefits? I don't, I don't know about that, Shiana. Like, and then they'd come in for it and they were like, oh, can, can, you, do the, can you do that cupping therapy again next time? Like I felt, and I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now... I look at, see, this is one of those moments that I'm like, I'm not better than everybody, but, like, sometimes I, I need to, like, toot my own horn for things because um, I, I be influencing things and people be sleeping on my influence. But anyway, I had the cupping therapy done years ago. I posted about cupping therapy. I was even doing things with, like, cellulite and cupping therapy. If you've been following, you've seen the, you've seen the pictures. Um, and now everybody's doing cupping therapy, aren't they? Now everybody's like, okay, let me add this to my, mm-hmm. So... I what I foresee in the future is, you know, you see me talking about shrooms now and I have been for two years now um, and it's it's going to be it's going to shift. It's going to shift. I've already had some people reach out to me like, OK, all right, there's something to this. So you'll see. <laughs> uh, the last thing that uh, I think people assume and I've seen it, and I get it, because, again, you know, these stock photos that we see and, and what we've seen on TV over the years is, uh, like, spiritual people can't be rich. <laughs> um, have you seen Deepak Chopra's, like, Empire? Um, and I could go on and on about some others. I'm not, I'm not even going to throw out names like that. However, like, if I can manifest these, you know, what I consider little things, like, manifesting real money all of a sudden on here like why can't I manifest being rich you know why why can't I have that because the thing is and I know when I had my uh, human design coach Ashley she used to talk about this all the time you know like good people can do a lot of good things with more money and you know like it, it's true so like the richer I get the more I can help everybody you know the more the the fuller my cup, or even if my cup is in overflow, like the more I can pour into others. So spiritual people can be rich. I know like there's also just that idea that, you know, spiritual people a lot of times are just resourceful. Like, you know, those are the ones that are like, hey, <laughs> learn how to garden and you can do this, this and this with this herb and you can use this for a medicine, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So like you can still be resourceful and rich, though. <laughs> I think those go hand in hand, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, go ahead and crush those those granola images that you have of this world because it's it's definitely shifting and there's more people that look like me uh, gaining momentum in this industry and, you know, showing others that it is possible. So that's that on that. Uh, and again, at the end of the day, like I know that these things are stereotypes and assumptions and whatnot, but I am a human. I am. So like I'm human. I'm I'm superhuman most days, but I am human. So these assumptions can be can be had, but you know what they say about assuming. <laughs> anyway, uh moving forward, some things to look out for. Um 
again, if you haven't joined my mailing list, do that because I will be having some announcements in there. Uh, I know I already mentioned that I'm offering coaching now. If you haven't signed up yet for that, the link is in my bio and I'll have that link in the show notes. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely excited about those and, uh, check out my Patreon. I do have some services on there that you may be interested in, especially if you have done one of my new moon or full moon Reiki meditations in the past. There's some services on the Patreon with those uh, offerings as well. And um, also, send them love donations. You know, I know I'll be making y'all smile on here a little bit. So if you smiled a little bit, send a little love donation or at least a shout out, you know. So I appreciate that. Anyway, uh, that's all for today. Uh, And I will see you all next week. Make sure you meditate and hydrate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call on Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H.